Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. reckon with the list. If you're an extortioner, if that's what marks your life, he says, if you're a sodomite, if that's what marks your life, if you're a fornicator, if that's what marks your life, then he's, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. If this is what marks your life, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. How do others know you? Some people are known for being that biker guy because, well, They ride motorcycles and wear the gear, just like the sports guy who's always competing in one thing or another. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches you that if your life is marked by sin, then you won't inherit the kingdom of God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 6, as he begins his message, Heirs of God. We're going to be back in the book of 1 Corinthians today. If, If you're new to us, or if you haven't figured it out yet, we simply try to study the Bible together. You know, we just go through the book. We have made it as far as 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We're kind of in the middle. We'll, we'll actually finish chapter 6 today. But the Apostle Paul is drilling down into the subject of sexual immorality. He's, he's apparently, um, and we know from history that, you know, Corinth was notorious, but apparently there was a problem in the church. So he's, he's really dealing with that. And in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, He says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Now, we're going to pause right there for a minute and just, I want to quickly consider three things that the the Bible says right here. First, it says that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. And see, that confronts and rejects the heresy of universalism, the idea that a loving God could not possibly send certain people to eternity, you know, hell for all eternity. And we're going to look at this subject from another angle in just a few minutes, but I want you to consider this. How loving would it be for me 
to invite somebody like Jeffrey Epstein. I know he's dead, but you know who I'm talking about, right? The, the, the guy that, I mean, he got so many people, you know, looped into his circle. He was a billionaire, and, and he had this lady, Ghislaine Maxwell, who is in prison now. She's serving time for having recruited teenage girls to come to his island and have sex with him. And it was just, you know, Prince Andrew in England. He's like totally on the outs with the royal family at this point because of his friendship and involvement with Epstein. But, I mean, what would you think if I said, listen, you know, I mean, people like that, they deserve a second chance. I mean, I, I know he's, you know, he's, he's done all these evil things, but... Come on, we need to show some compassion. So I've invited, he's going to be a, a Sunday school teacher for us for, you know, would you think I had lost my mind or what? Of course you would. You would think I had absolutely lost my mind. Or if I said, you know what, we, my wife and I have decided that because these people need, I mean, they need a break and, and, and they need some help. And, and so, you know, we're going to let them stay with us for a year or two. You know, I mean, we've done that in the past with different people. And, but what would you think if some notorious pedophile, some notorious rapist, we, it's like I'm in the name of love going to expose my children and grandchildren and maybe your children and grandchildren. No, that's not love. That's not love. I told a police officer many years ago, you know, because as a chaplain, you know, I volunteer as a chaplain, and this police officer said, you know, it was the first time ever I had been assigned to ride a shift with him. He didn't know me. And he was trying to figure out where I fit. You know, we want to label each other, don't we? And he said, Pastor, I need to know if I get into a situation on the street. Well, he, he prefaced it. He said, Pastor, in, I know in your in your job, and your profession was the way he worded it, you have to show compassion to people. Your profession is, is about compassion. But in my profession, sometimes I have to get violent with people. And so if I need to know, you know, while we're out on the streets of South Beach tonight, if I have to go hands-on with somebody, are you going to stand to one side and critique me are you going to judge me? Or are you going to help me? And I said, well, let me reframe that for you. And this was 20 years ago, probably. I don't know. But I said, if, if my wife and my little children are, are walking down Washington Avenue in South Beach and some guy jumps them and, and you just happen to be driving by and you see this criminal trying to kidnap my children or, you know, pounding on my wife, and you violently intervene to stop him from harming my wife and kids, that's a tremendous act of compassion toward me and my family. So, yes, I will help you if it's necessary to show that kind of violent compassion to someone out on the streets. Do you understand sometimes it can be like that? God, God, we have this idea that it couldn't possibly be loving for him to intervene when in fact it would be unloving for him not to. It would be unloving 
to not send certain people to destruction. So the Apostle Paul, he makes it clear, the Bible makes it clear right here, the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then coupled with that is an, this you know, kind of emphatic warning, do not be deceived. Now that implies that some people are deceived, right? He's like, guys, do not be deceived. That means at the very least, there is a serious danger of being deceived, but, you know, believing that it is possible to live a pagan lifestyle and still expect to receive a divine inheritance. He says, no, don't be deceived. That's not going to happen. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. And second, it goes on now, the Bible goes on to clarify and expand on what it means by the term unrighteous. What is the Bible talking about? So he gives us a bunch of examples. Now, you need to know that these examples are not intended to be an exhaustive list. But it is a list, right? I mean, we have to reckon with the list. If you're an extortioner, if that's what marks your life, he says if you're a sodomite, if that's what marks your life, if you're a fornicator, if that's what marks your life, then you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. If this is what marks your life, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. These are inappropriate conducts. And third thing it it gives us here, it, it says some of the Corinthian Christians were guilty of those same behaviors. He says, such were some of you. But what happened? God intervened. God intervened. You know, one of the most wonderful things about the gospel, what the gospel tells us is that it's impossible for you and me to actually know God without divine intervention. In other words, you can't climb your way up. You know, we are inundated with the message that it's possible for you and me to achieve enlightenment. Achieve enlightenment. But the Bible says no. It's not possible. You're dead spiritually. You cannot undie. You, you can't do that by yourself. You need divine intervention. See, this is, this is such a beautiful thing. These people, these Corinthian Christians, were guilty of these. This is what marked their lives, but they were washed. God intervened. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in 1 Corinthians when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We meet at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 305 531 
2730. When you call, please let us know how we can be praying for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.